It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. A lot to talk about and a lot of interesting stuff as we chat with Dr. Larry Brilliance, MD, FACEP, Vice President, Chief Medical Officer. A lot going on with you, Mayor Doctor. Good morning. Yeah, How good, are you? Good to see you. And also a graduate medical education, GME, which uh, we're going to be talking about, or you will be here the next half hour, and uh, you've been at uh, St. Mary's for a couple of years. Yeah, about three years now. Uh, what drew you to the to the place? I mean, was it an opportunity you couldn't pass up or something they said, here's what we want to Here's what we want to do, and you're you're the guy to do it. I am from New York originally. I've yeah. been in Philadelphia for over 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, so this was a great opportunity. Great people. Great hospital. Doing a lot for the community. Really, the cutting edge of patient care. Right. And graduate medical education was just the next step in our voyage. Yeah. What uh, What is uh, graduate medical education? Uh, in a in 25 words or less, I don't know. It's the teaching of the next generation of physicians. Nice. Teaching next generation forwards. Yeah, you I go. Well there. You are the man, the efficient. myth, the legend. Yeah, there is the metric. You, you probably remember who taught you and are beholding to them as you moved on. And I guess the, the teaching process uh, and the mentoring... It's, all, it's also a big factor, too, Doctor, if you're real, all, all in on that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of benefits, which we will get to, mm-hmm. uh, but it trains the next generation of docs. Mm-hmm. It keeps us fresh yeah. with new ideas and teaching, and so we've, we've, we've hired some new residents, and we're moving forward. And you're yeah. right. We all remember what it was like when we were students. Yeah. I still remember when they had house calls, and they'd come and get a penicillin shot when I was about six years old, but those... Those days are gone, but uh, there are still some physicians who yeah, do house calls. They still do. So there that's, are. They? That's yeah. right. That's right. And uh, the graduate medical education uh, launched at St. Mary's. They're doing a lot of things. Last week, we're talking about research and clinical studies and a lot of stuff right there on the horizon, which is paving the way for tomorrow. Right, the way things are changing right on a, on a dime. What is that? Uh, what uh, graduate medical? Uh, how was it launched? And were you part of all that? What you were doing? Yes. So uh-huh. when I was hired, that was one of my. Um, goals was to start graduate medical education at St. Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first thing you have to do is you have to go to the um, accreditation bodies and say, we want to start offering residencies at St. Mary. Mm-hmm. The next step is to apply for specific residencies. Yeah. So about a year and a half ago, we got approved for a site for our residencies. And our first was internal medicine. Mm. So starting July 1st, we have 10, or have, they yeah. started a little over uh, a month ago, 10 internal medicine residents. Was it easy to implement, or is it uh, some growing pains, or did you model after anybody that uh, is doing the same thing? Yeah, so St. Mary Medical Center is part of Trinity Health, so we're a national consortium of hospitals. Mm -hmm. So we have at our corporate office a graduate medical education office. Right. So we have people who are expert at doing this, and there were two programs launched within our system last year. So we had guidance from systems who are already doing it, Mm -hmm. as well as some of the new ones also. So we learned together. Right, Uh, and we had the uh, guy came up from Maryland to talk about the veterans there, part of Trinity. That is correct, right? And. Yeah, implementing that and just trying to shift gears there. So there's a lot of moving parts, uh, Doctor, when you're when you're doing all this stuff. Uh, how do you know when you 
you think you're getting it right uh, or they uh, well that's up to the so they yeah. they don't just let us run wild yeah yeah <laughs> so site surveyors will come back we were very lucky we were able to attract a program director who is a nationally known cardiologist mm. he's a fellowship director or was a fellowship director at a um, academic medical center yeah and now he's ours oh so he's got the big guns out there we, so we were hit very the, lucky hit the ground running uh, was it what you thought uh, doctor as well uh you, when you first started you i guess you had something in mind as well your input and you say well boy i didn't see that one coming but i'm glad we did we are learning yeah. and everyone is extremely excited it's just it's it's refreshing yeah. the nurses are enjoying it the staffs are enjoying it the doctors are enjoying it and these these are the doctors who will hopefully stay in our community and you've been what an er guy for for many years for many 25 to, plus years what drew you to that uh larry for uh, being er i mean it's not like uh, Howard Fine and Howard, is it? Uh, but but it can get kind of crazy, though, right? Yeah, we have we have our moments. Yeah, but it's a little of everything, mm-hmm. and it's the acute care of everyone's specialties. Yeah, so you never know what to expect. And everybody has like the different skills. You could probably picture people in in various other you know, roles. You said, "Boy, that wouldn't be for me," but. Somebody would say, well, that wouldn't be for me either. Well, so that's the purpose of yeah. medical school. Yeah. You do rotations. You get yeah. a little taste of everything, and you see, Walk this in is the other guy's like. shoes this a little bit, what I too. don't like. Yeah. Because anybody likes to criticize me walking somebody else's shoes, get a little greater appreciation of what's going on, Called too. the Monday morning quarterbacks. Yeah. That and the, the teamwork that's involved, too. I mean, uh, having been up close and personal with procedures you find out it's not only the doctor it's the the navigators the assistants the radiologists the, all the other stuff that goes on in, in in personal attention all this all this machinery and teamwork and you rely on a lot of a lot of people at a, at a very short period of time correct and yeah. with the residents yeah. they're not alone yeah you know they always have supervision mm-hmm. by uh, upper level residents or attending level doctors yeah. who are in-house 24 7 fully supervising yeah and you see all these programs with uh, we've had several uh, nursing programs in here that people have been here for 30 years nursing and they they love it as much as they've ever have and mentoring their next wave of nurses too. So there's mentoring on all levels, right? Yeah. Not just not doctors, but nurses, practitioners. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I got to tell you, the nurses, people, everything. the nurses do a lot of teaching of the physicians. Mm-hmm. The residents are, will order something, and the nurse will say, "Doctor, are you sure you want to do that?" Mm-hmm. And it's just part of the education process, right? Because they're right there with the patients, and and that always always tough is is getting the doctor patient relationships. What's the what's the biggest complaint? Well, there are only twelve minutes we get to, and so I started writing stuff down on a card. Make sure you make the most out of it. So you just make the make the best out of it as a as an advocate patient too, right? And that's a great public service announcement. When yeah. you visit your doc, write down the questions. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. And if you forget, get back in touch with the doc and ask that question. Well, you've got the residency programs. Are there are there more than one? Uh, are they just multi-leveled, multi-layered, or a different kind of diversity there? With so the- we're going to roll these out periodically. So we started okay. first with our internal medicine residency. Mm-hmm. In July of 2020, we're going to start our family practice residence. And then we're going to look towards other residencies as we move forward. So internal medicine, our first residency, mm-hmm. has 10 residents a year. And it's a three-year program. So when that's up and running, we'll have 30 internal medicine residents. When family practice is up and running, we'll probably have eight per year. That's a three-year program. That's 24. So we'll have over 50 residents in the next couple of years. Wow. Yeah, you got to build the force there. The the family medicine, that's an interesting one, getting back to the... Getting back to basics or maybe just fine-tuning or maybe just relearning or doing a different thing. Where, where is the family 
the family practice kind of thing. Yeah, so family practice is more of an outpatient yeah. specialty, and that's the future. As we move towards population health, keeping people well and mm-hmm. out of the hospital, mm-hmm. that's when we're going to be needing more family practitioners. So we need to recruit because our community needs more family practitioners and more general internists. And that's one of the goals why we started these residency, because that's what the community needs, and that's what we want to give back. Yeah, and, and they've done more than that, St. Mary's. They also have the St. Mary Urgent Cares out there. So there's there's so much going on that your primary, and then well, I can get you an urgent care, and you can do that until I get to you. So there's always some kind of either machinery, something there's something that can be done. There's never a situation where you feel like, well, it's, there's there's nothing that I we can do. You never feel that way. So historically, yeah. we've always taken medicine as sick call, yeah, hospital medicine, and now we're taking the reverse look at it. Let's keep people well. Let's yeah. keep them out of the hospital. Keep them out of the doctor's office. Keep them out of the urgent care. Work on smoking, stopping smoking, diet, yeah, yeah. healthy lifestyle, exercise. exercise yeah, of course, a generation that, yeah, will uh, you know, trying to stay active, trying to get them off computers and you know, and working out and doing stuff like that. Talk to Dr. Larry Brilliant, and he's from the Chief Medical Officer, Graduate Medical Education. A lot to talk about. We're coming right back. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a 2-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, Call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect Looking for a new place to unwind after work? Grab a friend and make your way over to the happy hour at the Bluebell Inn in Montgomery County. Enjoy daily happy hour drink specials from 5 to 7 weeknights, plus half-price bar menu favorites like buffalo chicken bites, margarita flatbread, and buck-a-shuck oysters. And stick around for live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night on the Bluebell Inn's beautiful outdoor patio. Visit bluebellin.com or call 215-646-2010 for more information. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. A lot to talk about graduate medical education in the arena with Dr. Larry Brilliant. And kind of talking off here too, doctor, about uh, yeah, replenishing the forces. You get a wave of retirements or maybe the pace is not what they used to be and maybe it's just that they don't want to uh, but uh whatever the motivation is you have to you have to build the force you know to to do it right and and do you recruit as well are you in also the re- yes. in recruitment yes. process and, and this and, is one of our yeah. recruitment tools yeah well, i mean st mary is beautiful beautiful campus mm-hmm. beautiful facility yeah great great staff we, mm-hmm. we offer a lot of great services let's have the doctors train here recruit them They'll love the place. Yep. They'll love the specialists they work with that they can consult with and refer to. So it's just replenishing. Yeah, and this area is unique because you're a New York guy, and you know this corridor here is a lot going on between New York, Sinai Center, whatever, uh, Sloan Kettering, down to Johns Hopkins, and right there's Children's Hospital, Philadelphia, a lot of Presbyterian. There's a lot of great institutions, and you're right in, the, right in this corridor here, and pretty lucky to have a lot of knowledge and a lot of uh, yeah, right in your right in your backyard right in the backyard too and you and were you uh and you're in that recruitment process are you what are you is there a certain profile you're looking for uh for uh the next wave of doctors or a certain kind of uh, uh profile you're looking for sure, motivation we, we want people who are bright mm-hmm. we want people who listen I mean, that's one of the biggest things we hear is that the doctor did not spend time with me and did not communicate. So we have a simulation lab where part of our simulation is we're doing patient interviews. Mm-hmm. 
and how to deal with a difficult patient. Yeah. And it's basic things. Yeah. And Introduce yourself when you walk in the room. Sit down. Maintain eye contact. At the end, thank you for jo- thank you for coming to St. Mary. Do you have any other questions? Anything else I can do for you? Like we talked about before with keeping yeah. that list of questions. Yeah, list of questions. Ask that question. What can I do for you yeah. before you walk out of the room? So it's basic. It's basic training. We want to get these residents early in their careers, give them the training, teach them how to really be a patient advocate to improve the patient experience, and then we'll throw them out in the workforce. That's right. You, don't want, you want answers? You can't handle the truth. You know, Nathan R. Jessup Medical Center, probably not doing as well as I thought. But, yeah, we're, you're into a lot of sur- – and, and being a, a patient and been on the other side, you have, don't listen, but a lot of times we might even only maybe digesting maybe half. I mean, to be fair uh, – you know, you're in a in a state where you're going to get cut on or surgically repaired, and that's all you can think about. And but they're telling you everything else, but somehow it doesn't get doesn't get through. Right, and that's why leaving that additional time yeah. to say any questions. Yeah. I just gave you a lot of information. Yeah. yeah, and you do a lot, and you and and everything is now surveys with a pen there at the front desk. Yeah, and and how do you how do you coordinate that, Larry, with uh, getting all those surveys back? How does that help you in in inputting uh, your program yeah so we actually have a team that that sifts through the surveys and gives us high level um evaluations of what patients felt Mm -hmm. if there's concerns and patients want to be reached out to we reach out to them to talk about their concerns but Mm -hmm. it's a great tool and we get a lot of comments and the vast majority are positive but every once in a while there's something that we 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 failed a patient Mm -hmm. that they were not happy with their experience and we really take that as an opportunity to learn how do we learn from that interaction and improve it? Right. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, you're talking, uh, you're also trying to mentor at the same time. You're, you're also learning as well. Uh, you said the listening part and imp- implementing too. Do you get feedback from the, the doctors you're recruiting and saying, hey, uh, not getting it here or I disagree here or, or uh, what about this? Is there, is there a give and take there? Oh, sure. Yeah. Remember, medicine is, a, is a, um, an art. It's not really a science. Mm. So you could take one patient complaint and have five different doctors give you five different ways of approaching it. Yeah. And that's part of the fun with the resident because they are physicians. They mm-hmm. did finish medical school. We'll give them some leeway. We'll guide them. We will not let them make a mistake or hurt someone. Mm-hmm. But if they want to order an additional test, that's part of the learning process, and that's we, we understand that. Yeah. And you, there's a lot going on at the same time, too. Do you think that one program would kind of be easier to implement than others or you know, the one you're in now? Uh, the family practice might be something, but the, when you're doing the internal would be tougher to do. Yeah. Than, is Dif- there, we each different? have different needs. Yeah. Where the internal medicine is more hospital-based, hmm. the family practice is more outpatient-based. So to recruit the outpatient offices to participate in the teaching program will be a challenge. Um, so far, we've had a great response. The docs do want to teach, and the feedback we've gotten is phenomenal. They enjoy it. Yeah. They, okay. they really enjoy it. Yeah, and everybody's also in the efficiency part of the deal, and and they're always trying to do uh, a little a little bit better, but never cut any corner or do do no harm. I mean, it's Correct. it's still, you're right in the middle of uh, you know, you don't have much room for error. Any, and, yeah. and we will ask the patient, yeah. is it okay to have a resident? So we're not going to throw a resident upon you if mm-hmm. it's something you don't want. But most patients love it. It's someone else to listen. It's another level. You're still going to see your full-time attending physician. Mm-hmm. But this is an additional person who's in there who can get some more information and spend more time with you. You mentioned the simulation, trying to create uh, scenarios and, and action and reaction. You, you mentioned the, the patient uh, family the family, the give and take. Are there other 
simulation sessions that uh, will go on in, in other parts of the program? Yeah, so we have, um, we have a full sim center, a simulation center. There's actually a new specialty in medicine and simulation medicine. And what they have is they have mannequins, dummies. And these mannequins are freaky. They breathe, <laughs> they make noise, they move, the babies turn blue and they cry. And it's, 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 it's all computerized and it's amazing. But you can yeah. practice procedures. Uh. And luckily, there's some life-saving procedures that we rarely do. So how do you keep up your skills? How do you keep up your competency? You go into one of these simulation labs, and you're able to perform your procedures on the mannequin, Mm -hmm. um, and it keeps your skills up. And they are lifelike. Yeah. Is it on the same track as almost like continuing education, or is that a different animal? It's part part of the continuing medical education. All right. Okay. So they're kind of the the same, right? You're you're always – there's always continuing education. Now it seems to have – sprung a new level right so, so when we go to simu- when yeah. we go to continuing medical education conferences mm-hmm. simulation medicine's part of it mm-hmm. we could do a workshop in mm-hmm. whatever the procedure is at, at right on site too. on the site do you uh, travel at all larry to to uh, lecture on on others on on what you're doing or or not, not or, yet not, not, not yet. yet okay there's others that do that Correct. do that do that for you you'd rather be in the battlefield but you can also find out that some of these conventions or whatever, what they're doing in Denver, Seattle might be different, or maybe something going on there that, you know, that you're doing here and vice versa. So I'm going to go off tangent for a second, yeah. but we talked earlier about Trinity Health. Yes. So we are a part of an institution as 93 mm-hmm. hospitals mm-hmm. from the East Coast to the West Coast. And we go, you know, north and we go into New England, we go south into mm-hmm. Florida. So I have a resource of many other medical directors like myself where we ask questions. Yeah. So if there's something that I'm dealing with, I'm sure that the other hospitals are also. And it's great for standardization across the system. Yeah. I have a resource. You get to the point where you're recruiting, mentoring, advising, uh, putting into practice. When do they actually get the the graduation? They, they take the training wheels off and they're, they're on their own. Three years? Three. and three, three years. Three years. So it's three years of training. And if they yeah. pass all the curriculum and all the tests, there's mm-hmm. testing along the way. Mm-hmm. And if their faculty says they're ready to go, they're ready to go. Is there a retention rate that they're looking for uh, or... I guess that's uh, a not, great not, question. Not, we're, not, ho- we're hoping we're hoping it's going to be high for us. It's going to be very high, yeah. I guess there's going to be somewhere. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, other forces get involved. Family issues. Mm-hmm. Now, a large percentage yeah, never know. also go for specialties. Yeah. So after internal medicine, you could do a specialist. Mm-hmm. So you could become a cardiologist, a gastroenterologist, an endocrinologist, a rheumatologist, and that's all done out of the internal medicine track. Yeah. So some of them will go on to fellowships at other institutions, or they came in doing one thing and. And branched off and did something else. They found, fell in love. F- fell in love with something else. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are rotating through our ER now. Maybe we'll switch them to emergency medicine. Yeah. I guess that is that is kind of good to to uh, sort of see it at di- many different levels and many different uh, perspectives. Uh, and that probably wasn't done years ago. Except you know the you know I'm a specialist in here. They used to talk about I'm a specialist in varicose veins, right leg or left leg. You know they, that would be. Very, it'd be very super se- specialized, super specialized, segmented, and literally just kind of on on an island. Now there's more of the integration that you're talking about now, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and we, that is that has to be beneficial. And it's very important that your primary care physician be the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. If you're seeing a cardiologist, a GI doctor, if you're seeing all these specialists, and they're hopefully talking, but you need one person to really coordinate it, mm-hmm. and that should be your family doc. That's right. And uh, we are talking to Dr. Larry Brilliant, talking about chief medical officers, graduate medical education 
A lot of great stuff coming right back. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a 2-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 1-844-7-ST-MARY. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. The life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride. Some years we triumph, some years we trust. What never changes year after year is how we get to the game, shoulder to shoulder with our fellow fans on SEPTA. On the way to the tailgate, the tip-off, face-off, or first pitch, the Broad Street Line takes us from our homes to our home fields and back again. Yeah, the life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride, but win or lose, we ride together. Get your ride started at iSEPTAPhilly.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Yeah, we're in tandem today. Dr. Larry Brilliant of St. Mary's and talking about the next wave of physicians and doctors in many different locations and residents and a lot of exciting things to be part of. And you uh, you certainly uh, are take, hitting the ground running, doctor. You don't uh, get much time to... Uh, breathe or anything but there's a lot of good things that are happening and the potential i think is there too i think you can also dream big too right uh, a, a lot of stuff that goes on correct yeah and, yeah. and, and we'll see what our community needs so our where you know we've talked about internal medicine and family practice but mm-hmm. we've also had conversations about surgery cardiology emergency medicine other things yeah. going forward in, in the conversations we've had with all the other uh, different departments whether it's physical training whether it's nursing whether it's research Everybody is really, really passionate all in about it. the the research. Seems to be very uh, a very exciting field. Uh, that's a big part of yeah. the residency training. Yeah, they have to do research projects. Uh huh. So we have a very active uh, research department, as you heard in one of your prior shows. Yes. And to get the residents involved in that, and for recruitment, and to yeah. come up with their own ideas, to ask questions that need to be answered. Mm-hmm. Remember the uh, you know being a cardiac patient for quite some time. The new thing is the watchman. You know to. For AFib, and it's almost like having, uh, I don't know, the Truman Show inside you, maybe taking a look at you, and that's the next thing. And we're talking about that with the research people. Oh, that's that's great. We if we can get some people to sign up for that, yeah, the, the results and, uh, and, get carry, and get them off medicine, get them off medicine, yeah, and and also just benefit everything. I said, yeah, to to do all that stuff and get some really tangible results. Is exciting when when you know when you hit a home it's like hitting a home run right for some of this and stuff. how do we develop these things yeah. it's via research mm-hmm. you have a need you want to do something less invasive where mm-hmm. you can do something without having to cut someone open yeah and that's how you learn yeah that we were talking ahead of time about uh, the coordination between your doctors your your specialists your I'm how many before it gets back to your primary how they coordinate all those all that information too that's got to be part of the the family practice one the you know trying to coordinate all that army of, of uh, other doctors so, in the, so we're um, yeah. in the process of a very large program we're going to implement a single emr so the emr is the emergency the mm-hmm. uh, health record it's our health record and for consistency across all the doctors in the system we're going to be on the same system in the near future mm-hmm. so if your family doctor your cardiologist your er doctor your hospital stay will all have access to the same notes mm-hmm. to the same list of medicines Currently, a lot of the groups have different records, yeah. and they really don't communicate. 
So when we're on a single platform where they're all communicating, it's going to be great for standardization and patient safety. Right. And when they go through this, there are assessments. Uh, are, they have to reach a certain proficiency. Is that is that uh, is that fair to say? Uh, how are the how are the the measures assessed? How is the so uh, the abilities assessed uh, when uh, for the residents? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. So along yeah. the way, so yeah, okay. they have. So as I said before, they're never left alone. No. So there's always supervising physician who's overseeing them, mm-hmm. and they'll watch their patient interactions. We'll mm-hmm. get comments and feedback from the patients, from the consultants, from the nurses. There's testing along the way. Yeah. Every morning, we call it the morning report. They present an interesting case from the day before, and how did you present? And yeah. you'll watch. It's it's happening already. Yeah. As they present more and more, they're getting more comfortable. They're giving the information in the correct order. Yeah. Being more, um, you know, when they're going through, just doing a great job. Right. And uh, on the other track, too, you have the administrative side. You know, try, how does how does this all this information get coordinated and keep the flow going? The administration side versus your side. You're trying to work together and get everybody running on the same page. The more you do, the more the probabilities, right, to... Uh, and we're breakdown, all, you yeah. said it before. It's yeah. a team. Yeah, they look to us for guidance. We look to them for guidance, and we do it together. Do you, uh, do you, uh, do you, would you take the show on the road somewhere to assessment uh, or whatever uh, to other other places that well, might our be? residents yeah. are going to uh, present? So they'll yeah. be presenting their papers. Yeah. at other places. Mm-hmm. Um, I do go to regional conferences for our actually national conferences for Trinity Health, and we'll have little subgroups where we'll talk about our successes. Mm-hmm. We'll present projects and programs and how we did and the mm-hmm. outcomes. So it's exciting. Yeah, I, I, too. Sometimes uh, I would get in conversation with my primary and he said, "Boy, what." You know, one of the things that uh, I, I was, uh, the wellness part of it, the holistic stuff, too, that uh, used to be sort of out on an island is now being integrated more. And yeah, i involved with that as well. Oh, uh, popula- population health is the future. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Keep the patient well. Keep them out of the hospital. We have an accountable care organization. It's a group of physicians who band together, and that's their goal. Yeah, and I've seen more integration of chiropractic as well than this. Yeah, I think you you got to keep that open mind. I think maybe that wasn't there before. I think it sits the way I learned it in 1962, and you know, like I'm, and I'll be waiting for those X-rays. They ought to be coming up in any moment now. And now, now you can just access it on computers, and the the technology certainly can speeds up the process and be more efficient too. That's we have to keep our eyes open. There's a lot of the holistic medicine, yep. and some of the integrative practices, mm-hmm. which is, there is value. Yeah, and it helps patients. And if they believe in it, we have to support it, doctor. At the same time, you you have to keep that open mind too, right? I mean, uh, you tell you'll take on all comers, right? If you think you can make a case, then make it, right? Uh, Any, anything per- exactly, yeah. anything yeah. that can help the patient, right? As, as we wrap up here, uh, you're, you're the starting of the program, where you are and where you're going and where you want to be. Is there? Can you can you put that into? Some words there? Yeah, so we're looking forward to, in five years from now, mm-hmm. our journey should be complete, mm-hmm. and we'll have all our residency programs, and it'll be really exciting yeah. to have the full spectrum at St. Mary, and then full classes. Mm-hmm. So we only have one class now of 10. Yeah. In three years, we'll have 30. We'll have full classes. Full bloom and, then, huh? Yeah. And then we'll have our first graduation, and yeah. then we'll start our next residency. It's, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, and that wave, then we'll probably recruit the... The next way is all too. continuing, and one last thing. Yeah. So when we we do what's called a match, mm-hmm. so the docs all rank. So when they come out of medical school, they rank what hospital they want to be at. Mm-hmm. The hospitals rank what what doctors they want. Yeah. And it's a very com- uh, sophisticated computer program that puts it together. Mm-hmm. So we ranked eighty physicians of the doctors we interview. We pick eighty we wanted, and we rank the eighty. 
We only went to 12 on our list for 10 spots. That's unheard of for a new program. So we only so two people didn't show up. Yeah. The other 12, we got 10. That's good. It's not phenomenal. We you probably phenomenal. weren't expecting that much. No, not at all. No. Well, that is a good surprise, so it says too. something about... How about uh, doctor, how about your, your experience overall? I mean, which brings you are now. You've been you know, you're from New York. You went to school there. You're up in Doylestown for a while. How does that kind of shape where you are now? I, I mean, you've probably seen some good, some stuff that, okay, let's need... I, I wouldn't do that, or I, I'd like to improve on that. How does how's your overall experience sort of... Yeah, check so into what you're, you're doing now. which is great so there, there's regional variation mm-hmm. things are done a little differently and you're able to bring in all of that from other places mm-hmm. all these residents are bringing their experiences from medical school and other places they trained they'll be in different doctors offices so it's great to bring all that in to bring the best of what's out there mm-hmm. and bring it back to St. Mary to give the best care to the patient are you different now than you were when you started uh, oh I learn every day yeah you learn every single day yeah was that always kind of your uh, um Kind of you know, your personality is to is to keep an open mind like that, and your personality sort of like was welcoming for all that. I think all you this. need to. I yeah, think, I think you need to. Yeah, you know, especially in emergency medicine, changes every day. Mm-hmm. So we could be having a great time, and then we will have to tell someone their child died. So it's it's it's, it's, it's that. Yeah, you know, uh, great variation in how your day goes. Yeah, I said no two days are the same too, and uh, correct. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, and it's also a process that you can build upon. I mean, success can build more success. I mean, you have to think about it that way as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you say, it, it, some days it, you, you wish you had another job. <laughs> and other days, you're, you're really thankful for all the things that have been going on and kind of excited about what's around the corner, too. So. And you have to uh, train the resident for both. They're going to see both spectrums. And yeah. we have to watch out for their health also. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these days is, are psychologically draining mm-hmm. to make sure that they have a healthy way to discuss this and open resources for them as right. well as, as the other staff. Right. And, yeah, you're looking for that uh, one that are driven, but at the same time, good listeners and uh, at the same time, can, can uh, communicators more than anything else. you got to put all the package together and then move forward. And, and I think we did a good job. So we're looking forward to this moving forward. Absolutely. And uh, we've been talking to Dr. Larry Brilliant from... Uh, Vice President, Chief Medical Officer, Graduate Medical Education, the next wave of uh, doctors on the way. And in a couple of, and the next time we talk, we'll have more to talk about, right? Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks so much for the input and Thank the you. visit here on the St. Mary Health Line. It's Wednesdays at 9 right here on WBCB. <laughs>